Blog Talk Radio. They're the best there is in the world of arm wrestling. When I get to the table, that person, I don't care who they are, they're my mortal enemy. If I win, it's just because I wanted to be the best one time in my life. My whole body is an engine. This is a fire plug, and I'm going to light him up. Former bodybuilder and now up-and-coming arm wrestling sensation with a show that is over the top. Firing up the mic, the host of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio, here is Craig Soupier. What's up, arm wrestling fans? Welcome to another exciting episode, and I mean exciting episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. I'm Craig Subelair, and I'm your host for the next, I don't even know how long. We got so many guests tonight. I'm super excited about our first two guests. We're going to be calling in Igor Mazarenko and Peter Mills calling in. PAL tonight, rocking the Arm Wrestling Nation Studio Airwaves. And then um, later on, we got, uh, who do we got next? Who's my secretary at? We got Fred um, Derdrick coming on with uh, Jason Bevelin and those guys, uh, Bevel. Those guys are going to be talking about an event they have coming up here um, very shortly, April 30th. Um, it's going to be a super huge tournament with uh, first place round robin with $2,500 in prize money payouts. It's going to be awesome. So, um, you know, just a lot of stuff going on in arm wrestling. I mean, we've just uh, had a blow-up week. Um we had uh, Janix down training, um, getting ready for a super match with um, with Evan for the Arm Melter Left and Right Hand Championships. Uh, we got WAL Georgia this weekend. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it up because uh, due to my work schedule and class, I just uh, couldn't get off. And, and my dumbass, when I uh, accepted the match with uh, Tim, I was thinking it was on a Saturday which would have been a little bit better, but unfortunately a lot of those WAL uh, qualifiers um, are on Sundays, which just screws me up because I work Sundays. So um, so that being said, I had to pass on that matchup, um, but uh, that's going to be a great, great, uh, great event. And then we got uh, WAL um, next Saturday, Brandon Morris. It's the last uh, qualifier in uh, Florida, so uh, yeah, man, just uh, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of UAL uh, stuff going on this weekend, um, super, or not super much, but four-way tournaments, um, we'll talk about that a little later in the show, um, also, uh, um, yeah, some other events coming up, we got the Europa, having a little brain fart there, 
But um, yeah, Europa's coming up end of April. So uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming up. So uh, with that being said, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, and then we're going to be right back with our guest of the evening, Country Crush Baby. The handles are made of polymer plastic that sits freely over a shaft, causing a free spinning motion. The frame is constructed of a high-grade steel and made here in the USA. The handle, while you can work many different exercises, was designed to challenge your hand strength. Focusing on overall arm strength, adding a balance and stability to your workout. By adding rolling handles, the Country Crush allows the user to work many different movements. Not easily done by similar handles, and by closing your wrists off at the end of each movement, you work your wrist and strengthen it at the same time country crush baby what are you waiting for get in the game if you ain't traded with the country crush then you ain't traded check out www.countrycrush.net now yeah big shout out to raymond of cote um New handle came out a few weeks ago. The block uh, spins around. Nice, thick block. I love it. Works your fingers and hands. Great, great, uh, great addition to the Country Crush. Slides on. Quick adjustments. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So uh, check that out, countrycrush.net. And uh, so uh, I got Peter Mills on the line. I'm going to welcome him to the show. What's up, Peter? How you doing tonight? Craig, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. I am doing great, man. Hanging out here in Florida, what more to life could be? You know, the sun is shining. I'm sure the Vegas weather is uh, treating you guys the same out there. It's always sunny here in Vegas, man, except when they take all your money off you. Yeah, well, that sucks, so stay away from those slot (laughs) machines. (laughs) No no Uh, kidding. The tables, too. That's true, man. So I guess we got Igor calling in a little bit, but uh, we'll get started, man. Um, just big news as late with PAL, man. Big announcements in the last couple of weeks with the uh, American Fighter. I mean, tell our listeners about, I mean, how that event even got in the midst and how it got started. Well, you know, Igor Mazarenko is probably the world leader in arm wrestling. He's been so for the last couple of decades. Uh, he's been running Zlati Tour, uh, World Cup, Nimera, all those big tours in Eastern Europe and Europe. Uh, it's, it's kind of ironic for me and uh, a couple of friends of mine, Robert Baxter and uh, Alan Bowen. Back in 1989, we all were headed over to Russia for the first U.S. versus Russia contest. And back then, we we smoked them. I mean, I, I didn't get to go because of work schedules, like you talked about earlier, Craig. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, U.S. destroyed them. But uh, they filmed everything and dissected everything and, and really perfected the sport of arm wrestling. And I'm sad to say that. Eastern Europe is better than the U.S. and Canada now. Back in the day, it was U.S. and Canada. And mm-hmm. uh, Igor is over here now and uh, training some of us and doing these things and introducing us to the equipment and the science of it. And uh, the, the American Arm Fighter isn't a new thing. It's a new thing for America, but it's basically the Zlati Tour. That's how it starts over there. You start with your qualifiers. You go to your regionals because the countries are small. You go to your nationals. Then they go to uh, you know a, a divisional for different countries, all ends up in a, in a World Cup. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it is exciting. Speaking of Igor, I see that he popped on the line. I'm going to bring him on to the show. Welcome, Igor Mazarenko, to Arm Wrestle Nation Radio. What's up, Igor? How you doing tonight? Hello, everybody. Uh, sorry, my leg is 
It's all good, man. It's all good. It's an honor to have you on the show. And yeah. Well, we had Peter just talking about the arm fighter event. Now, Peter, tell us a little bit about how the tournament. You said uh, Igor was really working on this event for a while. Um, tell us a little bit about how the how the tournament's going to be working. I know you guys are posting some stuff. A lot of questions out there for people. Um, tell us a little bit about the setup and um, some of the tournaments, how they're going to be run. Well, Igor's Igor's had this plan put together for eight years now. This this plan has been in place for eight years. He just wasn't comfortable with starting it yet. He didn't have the right team together. And, uh, you know, Terrell, who's a brilliant man, Igor, and I'm, I'm honored to be part of their team. Uh, we're going to do it here in the U.S. We're going to do some qualifiers. You'll qualify for states and regionals, depending on the size of the tournament. Uh, May 7th, we're having a big monster qualifier here in Las Vegas, which, you know, it's going to be as good as most of the nationals by, by some of the people who are already signing up. Some of the big names in arm wrestling are coming down or the, the first really big, you know, American Arm Fighter qualifier. But uh, what happens is you go to your qualifier, you qualify for either a state or a regional, depending on the size of the qualifier. You move forward in that event uh, to, a, to a national a national tournament. The top eight in each qualifier get to go to the nationals. Uh, once you go to the nationals, the top eight in the nationals, or I'm sorry, the top four in the nationals from each weight class get to participate in the American World Cup with all the other countries participating in the American Armed Fighter Series, which won't be called American Armed Fighter, it'll be called Canadian Armed Fighter, South Korean Armed Fighter, Brazilian Armed Fighter, Chilean Armed Fighter, Russian Armed Fighter, you know, whatever. But uh, they'll all come here, and it's going to be in Vegas, and have this big, huge American World Cup. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, you know, all the best in the world coming here for a change. Now, now, Igor, I got a question for you. How exciting is that for you to bring arm wrestling at that, that level to America? You're breaking up a little bit, Igor. I guess we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. We can barely hear Igor, but um, back to well, you, Well, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, what yeah. Igor says I... to me about this, and he, Igor is the undisputed king of arm wrestling, and he said to me one day we're training. I said, Igor, I said, I really appreciate you training me like this. You don't have all this time, and it's great that you're doing it, and he, he's, just, he's just awesome. He'll train anybody who wants to train. And he said to me, and he was serious, he said, arm wrestling is my life. For a man of that no. caliber to say arm wrestling is his life, it says it all. No, absolutely. Hello. You back there, Igor? Hello. We got you back on? Yes, yes, sorry. It started with the uh, so-called top eight tournament. In 2003, 
uh, we launched the matches so-called arm fight. So they they were first best of five, and then it, they they became best of six matches. I will tell later why best of six because it's a different story. Но уже в 2005 году мы впервые приехали с Аскаром Хаджатутровым в Америку для того, чтобы и организация турнира здесь в Америке. But, uh, but already in 2001 уже тогда, в 2005 году, я сказал, что арбрессинг, uh, весь мировой арбрессинг зависит только исключительно от развития в Америке. В Америке будет развиваться интенсивно и положительно, так как это происходит сейчас, значит, во всем мире эта дисциплина спорта будет тоже популярной. Its uh, status in the United States. If in the United States it will be developed dynamically and 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 fast, so uh, it will be developing in all over all over the world. It will be developing fast too. На то время в 2005 году у нас был Armfight. У нас уже было несколько турниров, которые мы делали в прямом эфире. Мы имели какой-то опыт, не такой как сейчас, но имели хороший опыт. Back then, uh, in 2005, we already had an arm fight, had a very good experience making live broadcasts, and uh, many people in the United States were waiting for this show to appear in the US. All right, well, Peter, we'll skip back to you for a second here. And now you were talking about the qualifiers um, coming up. Uh, you have to win each class to qualify. Is that how it works? Top, top three in each class qualifies to the next level. So you got top three. Now, the guys that are um, in the tournament um, that qualify, they go on to – now, when is the world championships? Do you guys have that figured out yet, the, the date of the world's? Well, we have we have a great dilemma, Craig, at this point. We're talking to some really awesome venues, like some of the casinos in Las Vegas. Also, we have some events at Disney World, which is wow. super cool. And uh, Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods, and they all want the worlds. So we're you know we're we're having that issue. So we're gonna have to kind of share out some some regionals and some nationals amongst those folks. But we're looking for the end of the year, sometime in December, hopefully not into January, but it may push to January. So, like, how, how exciting is this for you, man, to, to be a part, you know, being the U.S. National Coordinator of the PAL, working with, you know, now you're training with Igor. I mean, like you said, he's just has such a passion and love for the sport um, to be able to have that knowledge behind you. Also, to be at this level in the game, you've been in the sport a long time. Now you're able to give back by helping put these awesome events on. I mean, How, how does that make you feel as an athlete and also now as a coordinator slash kind of a promoter here? 
No, Craig, you know what? Sometimes it doesn't even feel real. Because Kirill and Igor are my dear friends, and I look at them as my friends. But then I, I really step back and look at the events and some of the things that they've done with the arm wrestling sport, the equipment that Igor builds, the technique, the training, and it's, it's awesome. So I have two visions of Igor. There's Igor Mazarenko, the great arm wrestling king, and then there's Igor, my friend. So I have, I have uh, mixed feelings about it. Sometimes I'm, he's just Igor, my good friend, and then other times I look at him like, oh, Igor the king. So it's, it's odd. It's very exciting for me. I, like I said, I've been an arm wrestling. Like you said, I've been at a very long time, you know, competed at a high level many years ago, and I'm back now. And with Igor's help, hopefully I'll be there again. And it's, it's super exciting. I mean, it's, it's the best time I've ever seen for arm wrestling. There's, for every, all the things we can give back to everybody and help, it, this, this American arm fighter is going to let anyone who wants to arm wrestle compete at a competitive, be at a competitive level. You don't have to be a world champion to be great in the sport. It's for everyone. This is, this is going to bring arm wrestling to everyone. And for those super elite guys, we're going to have all they want, all the tough matches they want. So it's, it's, it's super exciting. I can't even express how excited I am about it. No, Igor, Greg, I got a, I got a, yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, hey this is Kirill. Can I add something about American art fighters? Yeah, of course. Idea. Yeah. Initial idea with, from which American Empire start project started is to open the doors for the new athletes, for the new talents to the professional armor. So we see about 15 or 20 people all over the world winning all the competition, all the World Cups, all the World Championships, and uh, uh, amateurs and talented people had uh, not a lot of chance to, to move forward to grow. And the arm wrestling, actually, the growth of arm wrestling is about the building system for young generation to grow up on this on this matter. So uh, the higher uh, the, the the prize of of the qualifiers is the possibility to participate in uh, contests with the arm wrestling stars, possibility to participate in the um, uh, World Cup, which is invitational, but now it's like you can fight your way to the to the, um, the World Cup. And uh, top eight event is the highest level of uh, professional arm wrestling where amateurs, can meet uh, the stars of arm wrestling and challenge them. So that is actually the idea. This, this is a dream, you know, to, to give everybody the, this opportunity. Также наша профессиональная лига прежде всего хочет 
этим людям дать возможность раскручиваться как профессиональные атлеты. На сегодняшний день нет механизмов их спортсменов sponsorships yeah yeah uh, there you go uh, that's better we creating pil is a great tool for professional arm wrestlers to promote themselves so all our efforts uh is an investment are going to build a platform uh like with media tv contracts we, we have contracts with cbs sports network we have uh social media groups biggest in uh, big biggest uh in on the facebook and other socials and on twitter biggest arm wrestling communities so we're building it up and investing money to it we launched arm tv uh it's uh first in the world uh, tv platform for, for for arm wrestling only and it's growing very fast so the the athlete can can go for example if athlete is alone he goes to the sponsor and says will you sponsor me sir nothing just uh, your name on my t-shirts and that's it now working with female uh, the app can go to the sponsor and offer social media and we promote it everywhere how it works on one one simple example who knew about Dennis Triplinko from Russia before 2007 mm. nobody in 2007 he pulled with Pushka, with Andrei Pushkar for the world uh, champion title uh, on the left hand and won he won up there pete are you still there i'm here yes i'm back all right cool so um 
Yeah, I, it can, it's really hard to hear Igor and, and, and is it Kirill that's doing the interpreting? Yeah, it's Kirill. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, there there must be in a, a a bad a bad area, but you know, getting back, I, I kind of understood he's saying that you know a lot of these top guys like Dennis Aplenko wasn't very popular till he ended up beating um, Pushguard, and now it's I like, and I'm a big fan of this because I think that. Vendetta, the arm fighter, those kind of events, uh, one-on-one combat, are a little more exposure for the athlete out there, the arm wrestler, to get sponsorship, and that's what I think they were talking about. What's your take on these big events now coming here to America, having Igor back them up, Vegas, you know, World Cup championships, like the Olympics of arm wrestling almost, you know, World Cup championships. I mean, that's just what, you know, you like to see in arm wrestling. A lot of the guys, they go to the WAF to feel that experience, to get over there like an Olympic uh, athlete, treat it with, uh, you know, that kind of respect, teams going over. I mean, is that something that's going to broaden the sport a little bit more for the public out there to not only watch these events, but also – um, maybe pick up some major sponsors out there? Oh, Craig, that's absolutely correct. You, you've competed at a high level, and I was fortunate enough to go to the Worlds. It's a different, it's a different thing. The people treat you differently. You, you just feel like a very, very special person at a very special time. Uh, it's super exciting to have those events, but I think even more exciting, if it's even possible, is the launch of Armbet TV. Every event, every match, from the, from the, the greenest green pea new guy to – Pushkar versus Saplinkov is going to be filmed, taped, and played on Armbet's TV. Every new arm wrestler is going to get to see himself on TV. He's going to get to show his wife, his girlfriend, his brother, his sister. How cool is that? How many new guys are going to get into the sport to get that notoriety, to get that exposure, and possibly develop their career? You know, the guy walks in from nowhere and becomes a world champion in three or four years. That's the, you know, I'm sure you know Jan Volchinsky, yep. who competes in Vendetta. You know Jan, right, from Poland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years ago, he competed in the novice level at uh, Zlatan Tour. Came in first. The year after that, he competed as an amateur. Came in first. The year after that, he competed as an open class. Came in third or fourth. The year after that, he won it. Now he's competing in Vendetta. If he didn't have that type of environment to start off as a novice, he wouldn't be pulling today, and he's one of the greatest left-handers in the world. It's just it's uh, awesome. It gives everybody an opportunity. And RMBX TV is going to open that door to hundreds of thousands of people. It's fantastic. Greg, no. can you yes. see you uh, better? How? Yeah. yeah, I hear you better now. Yeah. I, want to, uh, I would like to add that it's not only promotion of the professional or amateur fighters, it's not only this event, only during the event. Uh, the way that the event in everyday life, you know, we publish a lot of information about about uh, our stars, about our acts. We bring interviews about everyday life. Can it itself the final promotion? All right, I guess we lost them there. But, um, Peter, I guess what they're saying there is, uh, you know, they're going to get behind the scenes, um, 
do interviews, kind of promote the athlete, not only just on the table, but kind of get behind the sport uh, with filming, um, you know, and really kind of get a feel for the athlete out there? That's exactly true. We, we, want, we want to film training. We want to film going to the tournaments. We want to get the human side of the sport, not just not just the slamming and banging, you know, not just the, the, the bone breaking. We want to get everything. We want to make arm wrestling a national sport like basketball or football or baseball. Uh, we've been talking about, and Igor's going to kick my butt for saying, but we're talking about a couple of reality series, a couple of things happening, which is going to be really exciting. But, uh, you know, Igor likes to play it close to the vest. I tend to be a little more forward with my information. So, sorry, Igor. But uh, it's, it's exciting news, and I think everybody should hear it. Exactly. Okay, let's see if they can. Igor, are you there? Yes. He's going to kill me in training tomorrow now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I ask Igor, since he's in Vegas and a lot of the – a lot of the American stars or are, are the elite pullers are coming to Vegas training with him. What does he see that's different here in America with our training versus uh, the guys over in Europe? I mean, what's, what does he see the most maybe that the mistakes these guys are making or are they training at the same levels the guys over in Europe? European training, European training is uh, uh, built mostly uh, in, in, into mostly built on a scientific approach. Scientific? It, Craig, it's, what are you talking about? It's the, it's the science. Igor has this yeah. broken down to a science. Mm-hmm. He measures us down to the jewel on, on, on strength. On your arm strength, on your wrist strength, on your finger strength, on your hand strength, your torque on your hit, down to the jewel. It's it's ridiculous how scientific his approach is. It's nutrition. It's specific training. It's it's specific exercises. And his equipment is it's just ridiculous how each piece of equipment hits a different part of your body. I have things sore that I didn't know existed. It's unbelievable. Training with Igor in a couple of months, I've probably improved. Five times, literally five times. I'm five <laughs> times better after a couple of months with Equin. Well, it's funny. I, I was talking to Chandler a couple of days ago, and he was saying the same thing. He's like, you know, he's not used to training for arm wrestling, and he said it's been amazing. Now, when you guys are training, how do you break down the workouts? Like, Chris was trying to tell me that you guys are training, like, arm wrestling specific three times a week, and then um, that includes some table time. Is, is that what you guys are doing? The uh, the table time is the fourth day. We do that every couple of weeks. But uh, okay. Igor has a specific routine. He, he calls it the diary. We have our books. He's got a plan written out for three months. We follow that plan rigidly. It's it's fingers, wrist, hand, elbow, bicep, tricep, shoulder, rotator, chest. Everything has a very specific reason. And uh, believe me, it's it's the hardest training I've ever done in my life. I mean, there's, there's, and Chandler's a bear. You know how strong he is. Yeah, the two know, of us know, just look at, we look at each other and we just want to fall over dead. It's, it's brutal, <laughs> but it's great. No injury. I mean, the thing is, yeah. no injury. Knock on wood. It's just how many, hard um, training. How many days a week are you guys training? We train specifically for arm wrestling three days a week. Okay. And then we pull on a Saturday. Okay. 
And then is that the days? And then you'll have the days off in between. You're not doing any other kind of activities. No, I don't do anything. I'm too old, man. I, I'm not that strong. <laughs> I, <gotta rest. laughs> I hear you. So yeah, well, that's interesting. Rest. Yeah, you know, and you say no injuries. You guys training heavy, a lot of repetitions. I mean, how how is the workouts? Well, sometimes it's brutally heavy, and then uh, okay. another time it's tons of reps with speed and torque. And then Igor has a static dynamic, static dynamic exercises where we just hold heavy weight for a specific amount of time, uh, you know, three by three by thirty or four by three by thirty. Just it, it's 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 amazing. I mean, I, I can't even do it justice talking about it. It's so. Uh-huh. I mean, tell you today we're working fingers. By the time we leave the gym, I think my fingers are ready to fall off. But by the next training, they're healthy again. He knows mm-hmm. just how far to. How far to push you? Yeah, how far to push you, and not not to overdo it. Your your work to capacity, but then you're healed up in 24 hours. You're ready to go again. Wow, it sounds like a great secret you guys have out there. <laughs> Craig, you got to come out here and experience it, yeah, man. No, you, most it's definitely. unbelievable. Most definitely. I got to ask the Igor. Are you there? Yes. Okay, I got to yes. ask you how. How did you design the workout that you uh, you put these guys through? I know it's uh, a personal type of workout, but uh, how did you uh, get so good at training people? Как ты стал таким продвинутым в тренировках людей? А все очень просто. Я тренировал, я тренировался с многими звездами такими, как Рустам Бабаев, Андрей Пушкарев. It's very simple. I was training with uh, the stars of arm wrestling like uh, Rustam Babayev, uh, Alexei Vaivoda, Andrei Pushkar, and many, many others. And also, the, and also graduated from the physical uh, training academy in Moscow. На сегодняшний день мы, мы находимся на этапе подготовки и приготовления научной работы. Today I'm, I'm writing the doctor's thesis on uh, on arm wrestling. Wow, that's awesome. Тренируясь этими ребятами, я изобретал эти все тренажеры, которые. And training and training with all these guys, with all these stars, I was inventing the special training equipment. Для всех хочу сказать, что я перебробовал все возможные ручки на мире, которые выдуманы и которые вошли в реализацию. Мое золотое правило у нас нет времени для того, чтобы заниматься we have no time to make experiments on our body. That is why today I can tell specifically for everybody, for each person, how to do exercises and when to do them. В 2014 году была, ну, сделана машина для измерения. In 
Это мой ну, основной конек, который мы сейчас будем применять для написания направлении в науке, которая дает нам разъединение в нашем организме. Зашли перед началом моих тренировочных процессов, mm -hmm. а также потом любят изменения на основах прибора, куда они движутся. Which changes are happening in my body. So on which level I am at the beginning of the training, and then where I'm going and where I am after the training. Недавно у нас были в гостях люди, не хочу их называть имена, которые протестировали. We can hear us. Yeah, yeah, you're perfect. Wherever you're doing now, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Recently, 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 we had people here in the PL office in Vegas. They, we tested them, and и оказалось, что этих людей разная силовая подготовка в мышцах на руке. Хотя у нас есть разные доносы в каждой этой мышечной группе. We found out that they have different. We have 19 muscles in on our arm, on our forearm, and uh, uh, we we find out that each muscle group has different different level of uh, development, different different uh, power performance, and different than humans. By the way, at the most we can measure and as power performance, and strength, and uh, endurance. Peter, with your experience with uh, what Igor is just talking about, with uh, you know the scientific approach, I mean, how have have you seen that helping you? Well, just you know, not not to give away not to give away the numbers, but my oh, no. numbers, the numbers that Igor has has measured on, have increased by four times. So I'm okay. four times stronger than I was in arm wrestling when I started, and I I'm not any physically stronger lifting the weights. I'm still in the same same range for the regular weightlifting, but my arm wrestling strength, my arm wrestling numbers have gone four times what they were. Because Igor, Igor has the equivalent of a PhD in the U.S. In, from the Russian Sports Academy. He's, mm -hmm. he's a scientist. He's not just a great arm wrestler and world champion. He's a scientist. He put the science to the sport, which is, it's hard to beat science. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's kind of ironic how you were just saying, like, you're not any stronger in the gym, but you're stronger on the table, you know, and that's, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing to be able to take those numbers and see like the different parts of your arm getting stronger. Exactly. It's, it's amazing. It's triggering. You're, you're a big sports guy. You're a big weightlifter. You, you would appreciate this. You have yeah, to no. come out and experience it. No, I definitely. Just, gonna... It'll blow your mind. 
I'm going to look at flights when I'm done the show. <laughs> We'd love to have you. I'd love to be down there. Let's see if I can get Igor back down here. Igor, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, so I want to ask you, uh, you're talking about the uh, science behind it. What about the nutrition side? A lot of guys, especially in America, they don't really pay close attention to the nutrition, to the recovery. I mean, are you a big advocate on the nutrition part of recovering from training for arm wrestling? Прежде всего скажу, что, чтобы все знали, я с 2005 по 2014 год был хозяином спортивного питания FitMax. First of all, for the information, uh, the 2005 or 2013? Uh, from uh, 2005 to 2013, I was the owner of the FitMax brand, uh, FitMax nutrition brand in Europe. Последние два года я разработал один интересный продукт, который связан именно с выносливостью, то есть продукт, который удлиняет возможность тренировочного процесса для спортсменов, которые прежде всего не принимают анаболические стероиды. Most of the product, uh, products I invented myself, and uh, the last two years I, I have invented one product which uh, helps with um, helps uh, to um, to improve your endurance, which makes your training process longer, and it's for the for the athlete. And this product is specifically for the athlete, not using anabolic steroids. We we pay a lot of attention to the sports um, sports nutrition naturally. Мы, естественно, тоже это же помогаем, подсказываем, какие препараты брать, как нужно их брать, потому что не, не, не все препараты применяемые в бодибилдинг, в быстрее всего, в тренировке, нужны для арбрессии. And, and uh, naturally, we, naturally, we, we, we uh, give our athletes the tips which, uh, which um, nutrition you can use or you cannot use because most of the most of the methods uh, used in bodybuilding are not applicable uh, not all of the not all uh, methods took in bodybuilding uh, are applicable for arm wrestling Mm-hmm. should pay very serious attention to the sports nutrition because uh, we are not only developing our strength potential but we we develop our endurance also and most of the um of the of the of the measures supplement most of uh, uh, some supplements are not acceptable for the in the in, for the endurance are, are not not good for for the endurance actually actually it's a story for it's a, it's a matter for talk uh, for two, three hours about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Are, are, are we able to, are we going to be able to buy these products? 
можем купить эти продукты. Нет, я компанию продал, я уже не занимаюсь такой Мышечных 
when I was talking about uh, muscle fibers, compositions, and uh, uh, biochemical processes in muscles, like half of the audience didn't understand <laughs> what I was talking about. No, a- absolutely. And just have to, and just have to show just the exercises what to do, you know. Yeah. No, a lot a lot of people don't understand the science behind uh, nutrition and training, that's for sure. And uh, Igor has that wrapped up. I, I just want to thank you guys. I want to thank you, Igor, for uh, taking the time out to coming on, Krill, uh, for uh, translating. I really appreciate it. I got to make a trip out there to Vegas and uh, get some of these tips from uh, Igor and, uh, and uh, just uh, kind of uh, scratch the surface a little bit. For opportunity and please welcome to Vendetta in Vegas uh, in May. Also, for, please welcome our um, seminar, training seminar, training camp, uh, measurement maybe like that. Our best yeah. And our best TV, please welcome to our best TV. We have all tools, all for film, everything we have in our best TV. Now. Yeah, we, w- we will launch a separate section on our best TV for training. And it will be for training videos, especially, and it will be available for everybody. Some lectures of Igor, so stay tuned. Today, today we 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 translating and preparing more than 100 videos connected with the training exercises and scientific, you know, approach. So watch it on Armbet TV. All right, we'll Perfect. check that out. Thank you, guys. If, Craig, give yeah, me one favor, will you? Craig? Yeah, Pete. We do me a favor and give a shout out to uh, Johnny Mini Me Million. Oh yeah, million, we're not we're not million. we're not done we're not done, Peter. I'm just letting Igor go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Igor, okay. I want to thank you. Money store will not yours. Thanks, Igor. Take care, guys. Thank, thank you so much, Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, Peter. No, I wasn't cutting you off, brother. No, no. I get. <laughs> I just want. I want to let Igor go. I. Uh, I wanted to ask you a few more questions just about the training. Yeah, John. John, your buddy's John's listening to the show, so I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't let that slide yet. That that was my next segment coming up here. After uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about you know, you know. I understand where Igor's coming from. You know, I was in the training, personal training. Well, I still am in the personal training business and uh, nutrition consultant, not at that level of the PhD, but uh, yeah, totally understand when people are asking questions. And I get it all the time. You know, people will go, how do I, how do I get good at arm wrestling? Uh, how do I lose weight? And it's such a, a broad spectrum of question that I just can't answer it in one little message back and stuff. And it's such a complex area training and nutrition and sleep and everything, man, you know, and people just don't understand that they, you know, we live in a society of instant gratification, of course, and everybody wants, you know, that answer right quick, that quick scenario, but, uh, you know, Igor kind of said it really in, in that kind of terms that it takes hours. I could have an hour, three hour conversation about nutrition and training because there's just so many factors that go into that. You know, that being said, I mean, I know you've lost some weight, um, you know, you're training with Igor and stuff like that. And, you know, not to get into specifics about what you're eating and stuff like that, but has he helped you a lot with the nutrition side of that along with the training? Very much so. Yeah. He's uh, he, he covers all the bases. Just like you said, it's, it's an entire life 
arm wrestling to him is an entire life. The proper sleep, the proper nutrition, the proper health, uh, the proper training, the proper rest. It, it's yeah. It's, I've I've lost now 83 pounds, and uh, usually when you lose that kind of weight, you lose a lot of strength. I haven't lost a drop in the gym, and I got much stronger on the on the arm wrestling measurements. So yeah, it's, his systems are are phenomenal. Yeah, the nutrition is. He, he yells at me all the time because I I like pizza. I like you know I like to eat. That's why that's why I'm fat. But uh, he's always on my back about those things. He he has very specific nutritional items that he wants me to use, and uh, when I don't use them, I hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know that's just uh, taking that that the dedication to the next level. Um, you know, talking about some stuff like the arm fighter. A lot of people out there with like the WAL the UAL, these federations, talking about contracts in the sport. I mean, it's been the first time that you see that, you know, we're getting contracts because of television, because of sponsorship. Now, has that been something that's been a little bit frustrating for you guys to get pullers in that might be under contract like the Dave Shafees and some of the top guys in the WAL or is there still a lot of guys out there that aren't under contract that, you know, it's not been that hard. And also, can you explain to our listeners what the kind of, you know, in the reader's eyes, just version of like, what, like what the stipulations of the contract are for the television purposes, I guess would be the, you know, cause a lot of people get misconstrued with uh, oh I'm under contract and I can't do this and I can't do that. But also I see, a lot of the PAL guys still competing in other events um, as long as TV is not involved? Well, the thing is, we deal with TV all the time. We have contracts with, you know, five different TV platforms right now. And the TV contracts are, are only for that day. That's as far as we're seeing. We, we don't have extended contracts with our athletes. We want our athletes to succeed and do whatever they can, wherever they can. If there's a chance for you know, you're one of our athletes and, and you just pulled in a vendetta and then two months later you have a shot at a, a, a UAL or a, or a AAA or a USAA to make four or $5,000 in a match, good luck. We'll get you there. We'll train you. We'll come support you. Uh, our TV contracts are, are such that you can't violate the sponsorship for that night. That TV station has the rights to your event that night. The sponsors who pay for the event want you to wear their logo or things like that for that night. The next day, go do whatever you want to do. It's still America. Uh, I'm not. I'm not an attorney, but uh, I, I I wouldn't sign a contract like that, and I don't think anybody else should either. That's that's no, no, no. It's frustrating no. with some of the, you know, like the Dave Chafees, the the uh, the uh, oh god, I'm losing his name now. Well, from Canada, but Devin, 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 Devin Larry, yeah, yeah, all those guys. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating. Who, who doesn't want to see Chafee and Saplinkoff again? Who doesn't want to see, you know, Devin and Pushkar? Come on. I mean, that's, that, that's what our sport's about. Those guys are they're titans, and we want to see the, especially the U.S. guys and the Canada guys. I want to see some of the best from our side of the world battle some of the best from over there. Cause I think our guys would fare pretty well. So PAL basically has the attitude this. You're on TV here. You're promoting PAL. Next Wednesday, if there's a $5,000 matchup with the UAL, it's fine for you to go out there and compete. You guys are well, supporting that. Chris is pulling next week somewhere else at the UAL. Yeah, yeah. He trains. Not only is he our athlete, he trains with us. He's our training yes. partner. Yes. And we're all for it. You know, great, good luck. Bill Collins is a great guy. UAL is a great organization. Chris Chandler is a great puller. 
Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're, we're, you know, and everybody. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and that's just good to hear that because that's I think is really when you segregate people away from it. And I know sponsorships and and whatever TV, but if they're not pulling on TV at that moment. You know, why not be able to compete in another organization? Why not even say, hey, we got a WA athlete coming over to challenge the PAL champion? You know what I mean? Like, and then promote that. Well, of course it would be. But I don't know what's up with that because, you know, I'm not talking about any names out there, but I've already heard someone already getting threatened to be sued because of them going somewhere else and wanting to pull and stuff. And it's just crazy that – is this what it's getting to? We're actually companies are actually going to sue arm wrestlers that hardly make any money to begin with, aren't making any money. And yeah, you can say, oh well, if you're a UFC contracted athlete, yeah, but if I'm a UFC contract contracted athlete, I'm getting guaranteed money for fights. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm getting sponsorship. If I go to arm wrestling, I go to a WAL tournament. It's a lottery. I'm not guaranteed that I'm going to make any money. So, so. If I'm not guaranteed getting paid, how can somebody that runs a company want to sue an athlete that doesn't make like any money? It doesn't make sense. It, you know, it just it blows my mind. It's kind of frustrating because also I'm a big fan of arm wrestling, and you said it. Push guard Lorette, um, you know Dennis, and um, you know I don't Dave. care like Dave Shafee. That's the match right there. Everybody wants to see. I mean, right. You know, and we can only see it. Well, we used to be able to see it over in Nimroth, but quite obviously, you can't see that anymore. So, um, you know, all those big matchups um, would be awesome to see. You know what I mean? Berzink again. You know, and just you know, the yeah. list goes on. But it's it just uh, one of those things that uh, kind of just I just don't I just don't get it. And I understand <clears throat> if I sign a contract. First of all. I wouldn't sign a contract unless I'm guaranteed money. You know what I mean? Like, it's just stupid to to give your rights away and you're not making any money. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me that you're going to take a chance. It's like a lottery. I mean, you know, and I understand Vendetta. I mean, those guys are getting paid to go there, fly. Usually everything's paid for. I mean, that's that's where it's at. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. that's guaranteed money. They get paid win, lose, or draw. There's a contract for that night. They get paid X number of dollars plus expenses. But anyway, so hopefully it will clear up and people will just uh, maybe not allow the people to compete in that organization and it doesn't have to get into the ramifications of lawsuits and, and trying to punish arm wrestlers for, for making, you know, maybe they made a poor choice by signing a contract. Who knows? You know, you get to these well, events. Fred, and you, know, you know what's going to happen? You, you know what happens there? The arm wrestlers are going to wake up from listening to intelligent people like you and they're going to stop signing those contracts and the well is going to dry out. The better athletes are going to be developed by these new these new events, you know. Who knows? The, the next Jan Bochinski might be pulling in our next qualifier. Who knows? The next Devin yeah. Lorette, Dave Chafee. They didn't start off as Dave Chafee and Devin Lorette and, and Saplinkoff and Pushkar. They started somewhere. Yeah, you man. Know? And these nobody. New stars they were nobody that one time. You know. That's right. Everybody starts someplace, and these yeah. stars are going to eclipse the other stars because they're going to be competing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Not sitting on I, a shelf. And I don't mean any disrespect with saying that, but nobody knew those people's names like, you know, 10 years ago or whenever they started in the sport. They all came up like we did. They all come in. Right. They, you know, they lose matches, break arms, uh, go through trials and tribulations, get to where they're at. And to be punished, to like, to not go over and make money in another organization, 
doesn't make sense to me. And I see the argument all the time on Facebook, and people always refer to, well, a baseball player or a UFC fighter. But those guys are getting paid. If you give me $20,000 to pull for the PAL, of course I'm going to be committed to that. For the amount of time that I signed that contract for, you know, two years, right. ten million, you know, twenty thousand dollars, say, and I, of course, I'm going to be committed to that company because they're paying me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. So, guys out there listening, pullers new in the sport, if you're thinking about doing tournaments and you're going to be on television, read the contracts over. If you don't know anything about the legal ramifications of stuff, get an attorney or something, but don't get into a situation where a top puller might end up getting sued or banned from some organization, which is just, in my mind, just just ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, but that's it for here. But anyway, Pete, I got to get back here, man. We got super matches coming up. May 7th, does that ring a bell for you? May 7th in Vegas? Yeah, something, yeah. Something about a mini-me or something. I don't know. All right, some, so we some got... Some little guy from Canada. So we got you and John Milne. Super match, a lot of trash talking. I know you guys have respect for each other, or you wouldn't be training as hard as you are. Um, you know, and that that goes to saying, um, it's you know great to uh, spark interest in the sport by. But I mean, um, is this part of a vendetta? Is this what's going on here? Um, is this an arm fighter event? Part of the arm fighter is, event also? No, this is part of the arm fighter event. We're running the arm fighter event uh, prior to the vendetta. And uh, okay. the, the arm fighter super matches are going to be the first matches of the of the uh, the warm up for the vendetta. It's uh, it's just, you know John Milne's a great guy. He's a great arm wrestler. He's been doing it for many many years. I respect him. I respect him a ton. But uh, you know I got to do what I got to do. I got to show that Igor's training is the best, and uh, I got to smash him. Now smashing him like is that you? Are you treating this match like? Like John would be like a stepping stone for you to kind of get up there. Oh, no. Show- no, no, no. John is John is a great arm wrestler. John has a ton of experience and he's very technical. If this match goes technical, John's going to beat me and make me look bad. If this match goes power and smashing, I'm going to beat him and make him look bad. So I mean, let's let's hope it goes my way. If he, if we get into a technical battle, he's going to beat me. But uh, if we don't, I'm going to beat him. Well, that's interesting. I mean, um, so are there any other matches we've seen? Um, Oleg and MT, uh, Michael Todd, maybe a left-hand uh, matchup. Is that something that's signed, sealed, and delivered yet? Yeah, that left-hand match is set. That's a that's a good match. There's also uh, also you know my my training partner who who got a nasty letter today. We had a nice match for him. Uh, some guy from Russia named Zoyev. I don't know if you've ever heard of that guy. <laughs> That would be a super so, great match. So, so we that's kind of still up in the air yet, you know. So well, you know, Chris is a little know. upset by the I, letter I, he got. Yeah, today, no, so I know, I know. Better. I didn't even want to. I, you know, yeah. I just, I, but I'm pissed off as well, you know, because that that guy doesn't need that bullshit. But anyway, no, he's a great um, guy. hopefully that'll work itself out, um, you know. So you shouldn't be punished when you finished, you know, what eighth place in an event. So whatever. But um. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta thank you, Peter, man, for all you're doing with arm wrestle, man. I mean, it's just awesome. PAL's just blowing up the sport. It's great to, it's great to hear about a fear, a, uh, a fear organization that doesn't punish you if you want to go outside and compete in another, you know, federation or another event. That's great to see that. Igor, I mean, he's, you know, doing great things for arm wrestling, giving back to the community. 
ArmBets TV. That's awesome that that's blowing up because we need that. You know, Arm TV kind of disintegrated. Now we got this ArmBets TV with training videos. I mean, Igor seems to be really busy at doing a lot of stuff for training. I mean, it's just going to be awesome. I mean, I'm just so uh, so happy to see all this stuff happening for the sport, man. We appreciate you, Craig. You do a lot for the sport as well. You get the word out there, and people respect you, and you're you're leading the way. You're showing these guys how to how to do it right, how to live a good life, and and train hard, and and do the right thing, and and help people. That's what this is about. Speaking of that, I'm gonna say one more thing about Igor. Uh, yeah. I was at a qualifier for one of those other tournaments. When, this is how I met Igor. You know the the, the uh, Wall W A L. You know those guys. The yeah, table they had was the crappy table. Mm-hmm. Igor said, "Guys can't pull on this table." He and Kudo ran back to PAL headquarters, picked up the vendetta table with the, with the stands, brought it back, and let us use that table for the WAL qualifier. And then they're mm-hmm. going through this stuff. You know, I, it's a I different know. mindset, different guys. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think when money's involved and people are – their major mindset is all about money, it gets lost in the passion of the sport. And I, I know Igor is very passionate about the sport. You fly down to Vegas, anybody out there – Go visit the headquarters. He'll train you. He's not looking to make money off people like that. He's helping people. And when you have a passion, when you have a why, when you love something, you'll do whatever it is to help other people and do things for the sport that you love. And it's not all about the the mighty dollar, you know what I mean? And, of course, yes, you have to make money to make things work better. But a lot of it goes back into the events, the pullers, and, and, and that's the bottom line. I mean, if your motivation's by money, you're going to crash and burn. We've already seen that happen before, and it happens all the time. And, and that's hopefully this will be a turning point for the sport. You know, we'll get people out there that are really passionate about the sport, promoting it. And uh, just helping out and, and getting other people, a new generation of pullers out there. I mean, that's what it's all about is getting more people out there. Because this sport is amazing. And, and for me, it's the best sport on the planet. And to have more people involved in it, that's just a, a no-brainer to me. Well, we're glad you feel that way, Craig. And I hope people have the intelligence to understand what you're saying. Because that's the truth. That's exactly what it's about. You said it in a nutshell. That's perfect. Peter, before I let you go, you got anything for John Mill? He's out there listening. John, I hope you're training hard. Uh, that's John Mini Me Milne. He used to be Johnny Million, but uh, you know Fred Dietrich put up a nice meme on the on the Facebook thing there, where you know John said something about my pointy head, and I said, "Yes, John, I do have a pointy head, kind of like a big silverback gorilla." And he's like one of them little monkeys that sits on the organ, those little guys, you know. So uh, Mini Me, stay strong because uh, I'm going to be ready for you. All right, Peter Mills, man. Thank you once again for joining us on Arm Wrestle Nation Radio, man. It was a pleasure. And uh, tell Igor that uh, I'm going to check out some flights here soon, man, and try to get this wrapped up so I can uh, get my arm wrestling to the next level and become four times stronger. We can't wait to see you. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Stay strong. Take care of yourself. All right. You too, brother. Take care. Bye. Peter Mills, Igor Mazaranko. We're going to be right back with Fred Dietrich and his partner in crime. Jason, back after this word. 
Armed Alliance is committed to producing powerful arm wrestling apparel to athletes around the world. Our mission is to represent the arm wrestling community with unmatched design, unique style, and superior fit that will set you apart from the crowd. Our shirts, made from next-generation cotton polyester, allows for maximum comfort and quality. We offer custom orders for hats, compression sleeves, team or individual shirts, and arm wrestling tables. Visit our site at www.armedallianceapparel.com and gear up today. Rep the movement. Armed Alliance for life. The Gully Grip is a free-rolling handle that inevitably causes more stability in your wrist than any other grip on the market. It's also much more accessible to any cable system, allowing more progressive overloading movements, producing a higher outcome in overall strength in not only your shoulder girdle, but also those muscle groups important for arm wrestling. Visit GullyGrip.com. That's G-U-L-L-E-Y Grip.com. Apply your strength. Ryan J. Pitts from StrongerGrip.com. I'm known as the mad scientist of metal from all the metal creations I've made over the last 25 years. The World Arm Wrestling League Championship Hammers are one of those creations. I'm passionate about strength and metal. I'm a mad scientist on a mission to bring strength seekers high-quality, old-school crafted strength gear that will last a lifetime. In the Stronger Grip store, you'll find loads of grip gear, sledgehammers, clubs, and maces. Custom work can also be done. Check out Ryan J. Pitts on Facebook and also the Facebook Stronger Grip page. With Stronger Grip, there's no gimmicks, no bullshit, just handcrafted strength gear. Get the gear, do the work, StrongerGrip.com. All right, let me see if these guys are still awake here. I had them on hold a little bit longer than I planned. Fred, you still awake out there? I am here, Craig Blair. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to keep you guys on. I, I thought it would be over a little sooner, but I made that mistake. That's live radio for you, brother. So uh, That's right. Fred, it was well worth it. Fred Diedrich, and we have, uh, let me see here, Jason. Are you there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to go. Hey, Jason, pronounce Jason, your last tell, name for tell me. Tell me how to say I your last name. I don't want to screw it up, so... <laughs> I, I I figured that by the pause, Greg. Uh, Biava. <laughs> Biava. Yeah, I would have I would have wrecked it, brother. I would have wrecked it. So. Yeah. So tell us, hey, Greg. Guys, can I say and... something real quick? Yeah, of course. Anything, man. I've, I've always I've always wanted to say this, uh, Craig. I'm a long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I always wanted to say that too, man. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> so you guys are together. What's going on, man? I mean, you got a big event coming up here April 30th. Tell our listeners all about it. Uh, Jason, what we got going on? All right, well, Jason, you tell us, man. Here's the long and short of what we got. Um, It started as as not a whole lot. You know, um, when when I practice, you know, I've got a couple guys locally that I practice with. And, man, we just wear each other out. You know, we know each other's moves and stuff like that, <clears throat> which in some ways is good, in some ways it's not. So I find myself, you know, at least one week in a month, I'm driving two, three hours to get a practice with some guys and, you know, basically get a different look, you know. And mm-hmm. and disclaimer here is I'm 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 as green as amateur as they come. 
my first tournament I ever pulled in was last September. And um, I just like, you know, I always did it, did it, you know, mess around with buddies, stuff like that. But I just fell in love with the sport. And uh, in turn, that's why I'm, you know, driving as much as I am. So we were just going to have a little tournament just here locally. Uh, it's going to be in Danville, Illinois, which is in central Illinois. It's about a three hours south of Chicago, an hour west of Indy, and about three hours kind of northeast of St. Louis. Kind of a good central location. And um, we're just going to have a little tournament. And really my thing with it was, was it going to be a draw to get more local people uh, around me? You know, it's kind of selfish, but to get some more local people around me that uh, uh, yeah, I can pull with and practice with. Um, so then all of a sudden I'm reading the post and I, about this PAL arm fighter. Man, that's so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And I see at the bottom of the post looking for an April event. Well, I had already scheduled my tournament for April 30th, and uh, I, I knew Fred had been talking um, with uh, uh, Peter and Igor and all that, and I said, Fred, you know, wh- what's going on here? Boy, he goes, I'm going to hook you up, brother. <laughs> and uh, from there, it rolled, it rolled into that, and, uh, yeah, you know, we've got a, another uh, we got another little kick that uh, is coming into it uh, that we'll talk about, but uh, really it just kind of has – gone from nothing into something and uh thank god i got hooked up with a guy like fred um you know fred is so he's, he's kind of like he's kind of like this guy like this craig Soublair. He he knows everybody people <laughs> respect him in the sport and uh you know they they really look up to him and they and they, they watch what he says you know and uh and he you know, takes so good I, pictures I came he takes good pictures he takes great man i wish i knew him a long time ago because i tell you what i paid yeah. like a my my parents paid a thousand bucks for some senior pictures that looked like crap. But uh, uh, no, no, Fred is just totally awesome, man. And, and working with a guy like that who's just so dedicated. I mean, the guy's on the road every weekend. And when I say on the road, I don't mean like you know he's going half an hour away or whatever. You know, he's he went to Maine a couple weeks ago and he lives in Ohio. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so I, I yeah, I know it, it's it's phenomenal. And what the cool part about it is is that he gives you insight and he allows you to see matches you know that you would never see you you wouldn't see them you wouldn't see these pullers you wouldn't know these pullers you know between the work that fred does and social media it just explodes everything and i and i can even say this in the six eight months that i've been you know really focusing on it and interested in it man it's just blown up it's 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 if there's ever an exciting moment in something this is right now you know it's a really exciting moment in arm wrestling and it's just it's going crazy you know, it's funny, we talked about it earlier with uh, Peter, and I was just saying, you know, how we need more people like that out in the sport that, you know, yeah, you you sacrifice a lot, you know, with Fred's out there going to Maine, going all over the country, you know, this and that every weekend, he's at some tournament, I'm like, Jesus, guys, just friggin' driving everywhere, but you just have that passion, you know what I mean, it's just all about that passion, the love to help people out, promote the sport, and, and and that's the bottom line. I mean, that's what you've done um, over the last, you know, especially the last year. I mean, people are are getting awesome photographs, awesome coverage of tournaments that they normally wouldn't get. And uh, I got to give my hats off to you, Fred. That's awesome that you do that stuff because uh, it really helps out a lot of the pullers out there, and it gives them something to have as a you know, some memorabilia of, of tournaments, especially good wins or, or, or just that experience of uh, a pulling an elite puller. It was that, it was that 
piece of the of the pie right there that you're talking about, that memorabilia for somebody to be able to bring home, share it on Facebook, print an 8 by 10 and put it on their trophy wall, even if that's the only trophy or mm-hmm. even if that's the only 0-2 tournament they ever been to, they're going to get something cool out of it, something they can have. So we uh, uh, we at Armify, I say we, it's, it's me and my wife's deal. I mean, we show up. She comes to about 75% of them. Um, we go everywhere. Like you said, we're going to, we went to Maine a couple of weeks ago. We just left uh, WAL Super Qualifier in Syracuse last weekend. We're going to the WAL Super Qualifier in California this weekend. Uh, Border Wars next weekend. We, we're booked. We're booked. We do it for free. No promoter pays us. Um, we live by <laughs> by our jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we stretch our paychecks thin. We sell T-shirts, um, which may, is a big help. But I'm not on here to sell T-shirts. No, the no, I got part, The important part is but that go we buy get the T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the I way, armfighterphoto.com armfighterphoto.com yeah i was waiting i was waiting for that plug brother i was waiting for that yeah i'll throw one out there we didn't we didn't always have a website with merchandise but i was able to hook it up for twelve dollars and 99 cents so it wasn't a big expense uh fortunately i take some pretty damn good pictures so the site looks real professional but it's really just everything out of my sd card so, yeah, go on there, buy a T-shirt, support Arm Fighter Photo. I guarantee you we're going to show up at a tournament and you're going to get the best pictures you ever had in your arm wrestling career. But the important part was that the thing that started Arm Fighter Photo was that I wanted every amateur to have the same amount of coverage or press or Internet publicity or a picture that the Dave Chafee, Devin Larratt, um, Mike Aiello, all those guys get in the sport. That I don't have a superstar on there that has more pictures than a guy that showed up one time and pulled. The biggest, most rewarding thing that happens on Facebook and the Internet is when I get a little notification that says, Joe Schmuckarelli made your photo his profile picture. Yeah. That makes my day. There and you then go. When it, the second part of it comes when Craig Zablair posts a picture with an arm fighter photo T-shirt on looking out at the beach. <laughs> so that was the whole point of Arm Fighter Photo. We managed to we managed to 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 pay our way to the tournaments and, and just get out there. And I think that's the only reason that that we kind of got a little notoriety, if you would, or people know who we are. We just we show up, and we're going to keep showing up, regardless of how much money we make. So Good, it's not about the money. If I if I can if I can cover twenty five percent of what it costs, I'm coming. So Jason puts this tournament together. He gets a hold of me. Uh, I don't think that Danville, ever, Illinois, has ever seen an arm wrestling tournament. I don't even no, know. No, they haven't. Yeah, I think this is going to be the 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 very first one, the inaugural arm wrestling tournament in the history of the town. Um, oh. It's going to be sweet out there. And like Jason said, it is a central location. I lived there for for a short time in my in my railroad career. <laughs> uh, met some really good people out there. There's a lot of strong, farm-raised, big boys. There may be a Chafee out there with his hand on a plow right now that yep. they show up to one of these tournaments. <laughs> yes, that's true, man. <laughs> become that's a superstar. True. I'm telling you, there's some there's some big boys out there, and there's some little scrappy dudes that, uh, and ladies. Oh my God, it's going to be a good turnout. So mm-hmm. so Jason's got the right idea. It's the right place to do it. And uh, I'm going to let Jason talk about the little kicker that's going to run alongside this American um, this, this American Arm Fighter qualifier. 
that's going to well, be what, our what we got going on. Album. What we got going on, Craig, is um, we're going to be having it at a place called the Little Nugget. The Little Nugget's been around for gosh, probably fifty years, and it's right off the interstate. Um, it was always known cook your own steak place, you know, all that stuff. And uh, rec- it, it was kind of going downhill. And then recently, um, a guy I know, uh, Todd Weidenberger, bought it back in 2014. And, man, he's just been dumping money in the place and dumping money and redoing this and redoing that. And it's just an awesome venue. Like I said, literally we're a half mile off the interstate. Um, we've got a huge outdoor stage. If you get on our uh, Working Man's Classic, that's the name of our – of the PAL qualifiers, the Working Man's Classic. If you get on our Facebook page, you can see some of the uh, the uh, uh, pictures that I put on there, and they're real rough because we're coming off winter. Granted, Illinois, it's cold. It's not as not as nice <laughs> as down there in Florida. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we got a, a huge brand new outside bar. We got a, a big stage with lights and sound system and everything, and we've got an area realistically outside that could hold probably four, five, six hundred people. You know, um, they've got great food and everything else, but that's, that's their plug because I'm so excited about the venue. Um, you know, the, the PAL qualifier with this whole new, you know, American arm fighter event is going to be just phenomenal. I'm so pumped. I was so pumped that I read the rules like word by word. Usually I just skim over those things. You know what I mean? But, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be really great. Um, the little side kicker that, that Fred's talking about is something that's, that's really, near and dear to my heart um i've got a good friend of mine and his name is chad kissler and chad is just one of those guys that you call for anything uh one time chad does does uh, excavating and and sewer work basically and one time it was a sunday night and my toilet wouldn't flush and my my bathtub wasn't working and all this i called chad i said chad i need some help and i've got an excavating background but chad's really strong in that and he came to my house at like 11 o'clock on a sunday night and uh, Chad came out there, and, and, man, we got it fixed up. And I said, what do I owe you, man? Nothing. You're good, bud. You know, he's just that type of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was doing a job. I work for the power company full time. But I was doing a job. I poured concrete, you know, stuff like that on the side. And uh, I called Chad, and this was, uh, like, December 1st, 2014. And uh, I needed to ask his question, his opinion on something. And uh, I couldn't get through get to him. And Chad is one of those guys that always answers the phone. Well, uh finally he calls me back and he says hey what's up bud i said nothing man where are you at he's like well i'm in st louis I said what are you doing in st louis <laughs> well my son's down here they think he might have leukemia oh man and uh long and short at, at that point in time his son chance and uh, the name of our 10-man round robin is, is changed now and it's called pulling for chance chance um he's going to be 18 on the se- 18 on the 7th of may and uh, Chance got diagnosed with uh, leukemia on December 2nd of 2014. Um, he spent about about five months at a Barnes Children's Hospital down in St. Louis and, uh, you know, finally kind of seemed to be on remission and back on the mend. In fact, Chad was just over my house with Chance a couple weeks ago, and uh, Chance looked strong, looked great. He even got back to the point where he was playing some football this this fall and everything else. And this kid is, this kid is, a, is just like his dad, like – you couldn't ask for a better kid, polite, you know, kind, everything else. Well, last Friday, uh, Chance started having headaches again, and um, 
they took him, you know, they went to a local hospital and they ran some tests and, you know, they deemed that, that they, that he needs to get back to Barnes and, uh, they actually ended up having to airlift him down to St. Louis, which give you an idea St. Louis is about three, three and a half hours away from here. And, uh, he's there right now. And, uh, basically what we're doing here is, is there's going to be a little door fee by bus, real simple. Um, but a hundred percent of that is going to be going to chance and his family, you know, to give you an idea like that airlift right there, Alone probably cost forty, fifty thousand yeah. uh, dollars just just to get him down there that night. And uh, you know, we I've been working hard. Fred's been working hard. We're trying to promote this American Arm Fighter, PAL, Peter Mills, and and Igor. They're behind us. Uh, we're actually changing our American Arm Fighter shirts for the event. Uh, they're going to be orange. Uh, orange, orange is the color of the ribbon for leukemia. You know, to uh, mm-hmm. kind of like your support, just like pink is for breast cancer. And yep. uh, we're, we're making this thing go for chance, and we want to get as many people out there. And, uh, you know, one thing, granted, you're going to have some local people, but we want to get guys from, from other places. Like I said, we're really centrally located. It's, it's easy to get to. Uh, we're right off Interstate 74 where we're having the event. And uh, we're going to get some big, big pullers out there, Craig. I mean, this yep. is not going to be like some little rinky-dink show. Uh, we've got some commitments. Fred, <clears throat> um, what are a couple guys that you got commitments from coming to, to the event? So, well, do we want to give the big names first? Yeah, <laughs> I don't buddy. know. That's your choice, man. Uh, right now, we got Steve Green. All right. Uh, oh yeah, we got a big one. We got. And a he, let me guys. T- let me tell you something. Stephen Green is a he. Right now, I just watched him this last weekend at uh, at my little the little club I am Central Illinois Arm mm-hmm. Wrestling at at their event that Blake Tucker and Jared Cook and Tanner Seaton and Dalton put on. Uh, he's a beast. I mean, Destroyed the guy him. is like. Like not human, I don't think. No, you know he, he's, he's on another level right now for sure. Stephen Green is on another level. <clears throat> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, Ryan Clark's coming with him too. They're riding right. together. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Ryan, Ryan Clark was the next big name coming. Cool. Uh, yeah, we got a Nicholas Harmonies out of Northern Illinois who's going to show up. Um, Scott Anunzio out of Northern Michigan. I got. You may recognize these names. Now, these aren't commitments. These are some guys that I spent a little time with about a half an hour ago. Um, they're really thinking about coming. They got a little bit of concerns about this WAL, but Quinlan Mendez, Joe Hudick. Ooh, awesome. Both looking at coming. There's some big arms, some big names. There's a big prize. Jason, I don't think I missed it yet. Did you tell him what first place is? Well, if you look on the if you look on our Facebook page right now, <laughs> it says it's a $700 for first in this 10-man round robin. And then it's a, I believe, is it 200 Two. for second and 100 for third? That's right. Well, I, I, uh, when I got off work today, I kind of hit the streets and uh, I had to show a little leg. But we're gonna bump that first place prize as of right now. We're gonna, sh- we're, gonna, and trust me, it wasn't the leg probably that sold it. But uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we're gonna bump this first place prize as of right now up to 1250. Wow. So twelve hundred fifty bucks. You cut. You come to Danville on April thirtieth, and you get weighed in. You're less than two hundred thirty-one pounds. You think you got an arm on you? Well, put it on the table. You're gonna get twelve hundred fifty bucks if you if you win. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not done working, and I'm gonna do whatever I can to get this this that dollar amount higher and higher and higher and higher. Because you know what I want is I want some of the best pullers in the country. Okay, we got Fred here who's in Ohio going to California. So why can't someone from California, Tom Nelson, get into back into Illinois or something yeah, like really. that? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Tom Nelson. Where are you at, Tom Nelson? Yeah, Tom Nelson. 
So, I know you're listening. Ray of I know Cote, you're listening. So, you're yeah, listening. Ray of Cote, Matt Mask, yeah. just a little yeah. trip south. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Matt. You just got <laughs> back from Australia. It's the easier trip here now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Illinois is a, Illinois is a heck of a lot prettier than Australia this time of year. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan Hoffman. But, uh, Stop sign Mac Tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But that's that's what it is, man. It's a call out right now. You know, we got some guys, and and we got some really strong good guys. You know, like I said, in this in this region, and this is just a personal opinion, what I've seen and all that. I mean, Stephen Green's going to be tough to beat, man. He is. He's going to be tough to beat. But, yeah, yeah. but that's be a that favor, doesn't mean that there's not somebody out there. No, you know? like you said, someone out there plowing, man, might be a surprise. You know, you never know. Some strong guys out there in the country. So that's all. That sounds like an awesome event and a great cause. I mean, that's just uh, yeah. yeah, awesome too. Yeah, that's the too. biggest thing. It's going, this yeah. money's going to help. You, you realize you're going to pay five bucks at the door just to get in, which some places don't charge it. But know that 100% of that and 100% yep. of the profit from the American Arm Fighter t-shirt sales there, okay, it's all going to help a kid whose family is just like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, Greg, I was sitting there on Easter dinner when I, I was, you know, we're kind of waiting to eat food and stuff, and I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I see it pops up, the chances back down in St. Louis. And I've got, I, I've got, I've got a 21-year-old stepson, I've got a 7-year-old daughter, I've got a little boy we just adopted who's two, and then my niece lives with me too, and I look at all them, and I just sit there and think, like, man, what would I do if if one of those one of those precious kids mm-hmm. was sitting there in the hospital fighting for his life? Yeah. What, what would you do? What would you want? What would you expect? You'd want any help you could get, and that's what I want to do. I mean, these, these, this if there's ever a, a a kid and a dad that's deserving of some help. It's it's these guys. They are they're just like real. They're they're salt of the earth, real people. And uh, anything I can do to help, that's what I want to do. Absolutely, man. Anything we can do to help, send me the information, uh, post it, tag me, whatever, man. We'll blast oh, yeah. it out on our social media. And no, definitely, most definitely, man. That's a a great cause, and uh, I couldn't have said it better than you did, Jason. You know, I just want to say one thing before I let you go. You know, Fred, congratulations. You're the uh, the official photographer for the PAL. That's awesome. That's right. It's a it's a, it's an honor. It's an honor to be bespo- uh, bestowed with that title. I <laughs> talked to I talked to Igor and uh, and Peter about it, and the reason it happened was one that that I couldn't have asked. I, I couldn't ask for it to go a better way. So I'm out there promoting arm wrestling in general. I don't promote a league. I show up at anybody's tournament, a mm-hmm. private tournament, a WAL tournament, a PAL tournament. When they start, I'll be there. After PAL starts, I'll still be at every tournament, a WAL tournament, a PAL tournament. It doesn't matter. Peter and Igor have no problem with me being anywhere taking pictures for anybody because mm-hmm. they they liked what I did about promoting mm-hmm. the arm wrestlers, and that's what it's all about. So... I don't have an exclusive contract where I can only show up at a PAL event. I'll be everywhere doing the same thing that we did before, but I'll be at a lot more PAL events than I had anticipated. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And it's, yeah. and it's nice to know that you're not, you know, you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? You're not strong-armed into only being in one organization. <clears throat> no, no. And isn't, I that the way, isn't, I, that, isn't that what the way this sport's supposed to be? 
Yeah. I don't know, dude. It just doesn't seem to be turning out that way. I mean, it's just crazy that people are getting sued letters in the mail now because they want to arm wrestle in different events, and it's just, you know, insane. I just don't understand it. And like I was telling Peter, it's like if you're not getting paid to pull in an organization, why would you sue an arm wrestler that barely makes any That's money crazy. as That's is? Not... I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, I so. got a I got a little tiny bachelor's degree, and I'm not a lawyer by any means in business management. That I got online, no less. So this is probably horrible legal advice. If if you no. but jailhouse not, legal advice here on yeah, uh, yeah. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not being compensated for a contract, the ability exactly. to sue for damages, which is all you can sue for, is pretty minimal. You, you get that's right. When you're, not being, when you're not being compensated for a service, it's hard for you to be sued. To, re, to to recoup that compensation. So good luck. You know, I don't know if if the high level WA athletes have a compensation package that could be recovered, and there very well may be. But the other 300 WAL pullers that might have signed something that a finals. I don't know. I, I didn't see no check coming to mail. <laughs> and the UFC, the UFC pays their fighters. There's there's yeah, some dude. you know there's some there's something hey. to recoup. The, yes, the sole the sole sponsor Reebok that was a little bit of a headache, but you are definitely guaranteed to get paid by Reebok no matter who you are based on how many exactly. fights you have. Exactly. So, yeah, there's guaranteed income that comes to your performance, and your contract says you know you'll fight six fights, you're going to make this minimum, you win, yep. you get this. Okay, yep. it's done. It's clear cut. Yep. Just like you said with the lottery, hey, if you sign oh, a WL contract for two years and and your personality and your likeness is now mine. And good luck winning in your top eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the, I don't know what they're going to sue you for. I, I don't know. Yes. So, they're going to sue you for nothing. That's what they're going to sue you for. But it's just bad. It's just yeah. a bad stigma for the sport. I mean, and, and I see it all the time. People out there, oh, wow, it's TV and blah blah blah. But just like you said it, I said it earlier. You're not getting paid to compete with that organization. If someone was paying me $20,000 to compete with the WAL, UAL, or PAL, then I'm obligated to that company for those amount of years. If you sign a contract and not be paid, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? So, and that, and that's That's it. And if if you're going to get sued over it, then who wants to pull for that organization? You know what I mean? Like, so if you're going to sue arm wrestlers out there, and you know you know who you are. If you're going to sue arm wrestlers out there, you don't even need to be in the sport of arm wrestling. You got to support these pullers. You know, just like Fre- like Fred was saying, you, you, you're 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 stretching your paycheck out to do the right thing to help promote the sport. And what you're going to sue these people? I mean, it makes no sense to me. So hopefully <laughs> that's, that's this asinine. situation clears up and it doesn't happen and people just like 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 Robert yeah. did. You know, when Robert kind of. You know, let the UA, UAL go. People went elsewhere, and I didn't see anybody getting in trouble. You know what I mean? It just it just flowed with the the flow of things, and everybody's on the up and up. Now it's like you're gonna bully people to pull in your friggin' federation. It's bullshit. I'm telling you right now. So <laughs> anyway, not to not to not to type on some negativity, but you know, yeah. I just. I just hate seeing that happen, and, and, and at least there's guys out there like you guys putting on a great event. You're doing a great job with promoting arm wrestling. Fred, keep up the great work. Jason, I want to wish you the best of luck with the tournament coming up. Tag me in whatever you, you can, and, and uh, whatever I can do to help out. And, uh, you know, guys out there, say a little prayer for chance. Uh, you know, 
these kids, uh, you know, need 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 this uh, need need this prayer and uh, some faith out there to help this kid recover. I mean, you know, it's a sad situation, and uh, whatever we can do to to get together as a brotherhood, sisterhood out there and help others, that's the main thing out there. So, guys, just want to thank you that's for right. joining, joining us for another episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. Fred, Jason, have a great night, brother. Thanks for coming out. Take care, Craig. Thank you, Craig. to a broadcast of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. If you tuned in halfway through the show, you can download the entire episode on iTunes today. Just go to iTunes and search Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. Visit us on Facebook for updates, photos, and direct links to the show at awnr.us. Arm Wrestling Nation Radio will put you over the top. Come on.